0: folks. This is Audacity and Love and Life, and I am your host, Sean Matos. I wanted to talk about something that came up today. Um, To be clear, being interested in somebody does not mean you're interested in being with them. You could be interested in somebody, and that's it. I like them, whatever, and that's as far as it goes. Um, So... Me being interested in somebody does not mean I want to be with them or have a relationship with them especially when there's all this crap surrounding them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just to be clear, you know, I can like somebody, I can find somebody attractive and I can even be interested in somebody and and not want to be in a relationship with them. Um, because of whatever the situation is that causes me, uh, anxiety or stress or, you know, not knowing, uh, you know, them enough or whatever and, or knowing them enough (laughs) sometimes, you know, um, And the other person has to be interested in you, too. You can't just be interested in somebody and think it's going to work out because it's got to go both ways. You know what I'm saying? So just just so you know, like, you know, with Kelly and Schwarber, you know, you know, it's never going to happen. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm interested in Charlize Theron, but uh, that's as far as it goes. (laughs) You know what I mean? So anyway, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it's always like um, people don't understand uh, the meaning behind what you say sometimes. And you've got to, you know, you got to clarify because God knows people are unreal, like. How they will take something and run with it, it's unreal, it's unreal. you know, I got fake profiles checking my page out on Facebook all the time, you know, like wanting to see who I am as a person, wanting to know if I'm gonna say something about somebody, you know, like get a life you know i I check people's Facebook pages to see if they say anything to me. Where I gotta file a lawsuit against them (laughs) You know what I mean But other than that I don't really care about You know people It's just certain people That have said and done me wrong um, That I just gotta keep an eye on To make sure they're not crossing The illegal line Where they're you know Starting to say things that Are actually Defamatory or, or whatever You know But other than that, you know, I could give a fuck, really. Um, I wouldn't suggest, uh, you know, spending too much time on people that don't matter to you. FYI, hint, hint to some people out there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, unless they're part of a situation where, you know, you might have to sue them or whatever. They're acting in a criminal manner and you've got to, you know, whatever. But other than that, I wouldn't just don't waste your time on people. It's not worth it, man. You know, you're cock blocking yourself every time you waste your time on people that don't matter. I had somebody, you know, like, I'll tell you something, um... I don't know. I I I don't know, man. I, I, I hate having to tell people in a really harsh way to fuck off. And I am always the kindest person you're ever gonna wanna meet until you do shit and say shit about me and take advantage of me and manipulate me and lie to me and use me, you know, and create fucking Minutia in my life. I don't want to be bothered with that. I really don't. You know, that's why I choose to be alone. Like I said, the less people you have in your life, the less fucking problems you have... And the less problems you have to deal with that people want to fucking, they know you when they need you kind of a shit. But then when you need them, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that for you. I don't, I don't feel like it. Oh, I'm busy, whatever. You know, the whole fucking rigmarole. People aren't stand-up people today, i tell you. You know, their character and their integrity sucks the donkey dick anymore. It really does fake news is real, science is no good anymore, the whole fucking thing. Everything's fucking flipped its script, you know? And I try and kindly say, "Look, I don't want to I, I don't want to be bothered anymore with anybody's problems, you know? And my friend's mother is and the, the friend that I don't even want to deal with anymore too. It's her and her mother. And her mother is shit crazy there's no other words for it she's fucking out of her fucking mind and i don't appreciate you know i don't mind people stopping by unannounced or whatever i'm not an asshole like that hey yeah you stop by you're in a neighborhood and I, and i'm home you know typically okay you know whatever but um i'm working in the yard and somebody you know the the My friend's mother that I'm not friends with anymore And I told the mother that I didn't want to be bothered She's trying to get me to take care of a problem That she created herself And, you know, with a bank And she wants me to, you know Find out what they did when it was her that did it And she's just batshit crazy and they have her on video taking money out of her account and she's claiming she didn't do it, and they have her on video so anyway i I told her I, I, look I don't want to be bothered, I don't want to be bothered with your daughter's problems and I don't want to be bothered with your problems I'm done you know I have my own shit i'm I'm dealing with and I don't ask anybody for anything I don't you know because most people won't do anything for you they don't and it's same thing as people who ask you how you doing. Don't sit there and tell them how you really doing. Just say, I'm okay. Because people really don't want to sit down and have a fucking conversation on how you're really doing. So, you know, the same thing with fucking when you have problems. Nobody's going to want to really help you out. And if they do, it's very short term, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so I'm outside and I'm working in my yard and my friend's mother pulls up with somebody that I bailed out of jail in the passenger seat, prostitute, thief, drug addict. And she befriends these people that keep ripping her off, stealing from her, whatever. And that's why she ha- they have the problems that they have because they associate with these people – That they should not be dealing with. And then you wonder why you're having money stolen from you. The whole thing. You know. They're bringing drugs into the house. Or their drug friends into the house. And blah, blah, blah. You know. And. You know. She pulled up. And automatically I was like. What the fuck is she doing here? Like. And I'm trying to be nice. I'm like. Hey. You know. I'm busy. I'm working in the yard. What do you want? You know. Oh, I want you to help me with my problem, you know, the whole thing. And I was like, look, I, I fucking told you straight up now. I'm telling you, I don't want to be bothered with your problems. I don't want to be bothered with anybody, quite frankly. You know, I'm done with dealing with people. I got my own shit I'm dealing with, as always, and I don't need anybody fucking dumping their shit. So I don't... You know, I don't appreciate you just stopping by, and you know, after I've told you no, whatever, I didn't appreciate. And, and what really pissed me off is you're bringing somebody I bailed out of jail, and I didn't tell her this, but this is what I'm in my mind thinking: you're bringing somebody that I bailed out of jail, that's a drug addict and a thief to my fucking house. Really, like no, you're not. Like, you know, like I, I, I couldn't. I, I was like so. Fucking furious about it So I just tried said you're gonna have to leave now And I walked away And I swear to god I'm sure my neighbors thought I was crackhead crazy Because I was cursing up a storm For like a half fucking hour Talking to myself On how pissed I was That she did that You know So And this is why I don't want to deal with fucking people Exactly why I don't want to deal with people You know un-fucking-real, that is like my home is my fucking sanctuary, man do not bring anybody here who's a threat to my sanctuary, that's it you know so at the end of the day you know, when I say I'm interested in somebody it doesn't mean I want to be with them I quite frankly don't want to be with anybody there is somebody I'm interested in that I'm not even going to talk about because I'm not jinxing myself on, on, on anything with that And I'm not telling my real business to everybody, because I am private to a degree, and, you know, so, no. The bartender thing, no. I'm interested in her as she's a nice woman, whatever, but I'm not interested in her, in in getting into a relationship with her. That door is slammed shut, nails, boards, the whole fucking thing. Because that whole situation with her sister is the most toxic situation I had to go through that was not involved in a lawsuit, but was, in a sense, because they're meth addict friends. So I am not even going that down that road, quite frankly. You know, to me, that says, danger, danger, Will Rogers shit. You know what I mean? So, no. You know, and, and I'm not ending up in a relationship with anybody until I get to where I want to be. And I realize I attract people. I know that. I do. But I don't want to be bothered with uh, anybody right now and somebody that I am interested in, I'm not saying anything about it. (laughs) That's it, (laughs) you know. Uh, And if something happens, it happens and if it doesn't, it doesn't and that's it, you know. But I'm certainly not, you know, wasting my time on people I don't want in my life just because I'm interested and I think they're, you know, nice looking and they were nice to me or whatever. Yeah, that, that, you know. You know the whole attachment situation to the toxic situation that I had to go through, is I'm I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. I'm not going back to dealing with people like that ever again. And she wasn't like that to me, but I'm not going. I'm not going near that situation at all. You know, I want a nice, healthy relationship with somebody that I can hang out with their family and their friends and not say, oh, well, I remember that one drove by the house and I remember this one videotaping me and I remember this one in the parking lot with Connecticut plates and I remember this one, you know, that's just bullshit. And then, you know, supposedly she's really good friends with her sister's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend that was videotaping me and following me around, and I'm not having any of that shit. So, no. To be clear, I can be interested in somebody and not want to fucking be with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and I don't want anybody, anybody, showing up at my house unannounced with A drug dealer, drug addict, fucking criminal, whatever, somebody I might have bailed out of jail or had to catch and throw in jail, whatever. I don't, this is my sanctuary. You know, this is where I find peace and quiet and safety from the outside piece of shit people in this world, you know, and I don't want anybody at my fucking doorstep and I don't want anybody bringing any kind of danger or anything to my home. You know, um, and I think all of us don't want that. I mean, if you have your fucking, you know, wits about you, you don't want to have that kind of shit come to your doorstep, you know. So she better just pray to God this fucking bitch doesn't come to my fucking house and try anything because I'm not going to put up with that shit. I'm so livid about that. You know, um, and I know that other people would feel the same way, you know, but, you know, this is the fact that these people have no boundaries. All they want to do is go around sucking the life out of people, creating problems they have for themselves. You know, at least I could say the problems I have is created by other people. That's why I don't deal with them because I don't create any problems. I'm when I'm by myself. I don't have any fucking problems. (laughs) <laughs> it's other people that bring fucking problems to my doorstep And here's next, another situation Where, you know, I'm worried about this person saying Oh, I remember her, blah, blah, blah And coming here by herself where, Or two two guys or whatever You know what I mean? And I'm just not fucking having it I'm not feeling it at all You know, that fucking fucks up my vibe and my energy You know, for the day, and probably for God knows how long, you know, and that's why it's like I always want to remain in good vibes, good energy and stuff, and I was listening to my tunes on my headset, working in the yard, you know, singing to music or whatever, and that shit happens, so, you know, and it's a shame, my yard looks awesome though, I did bust my ass doing my yard for like three and a half hours, everything, everything. And my shoulder's fucking killing me like a mother humper, you know. But what are you? Ah, shit. Oh, man. What are you gonna do? You know? Gotta get shit done, you know? So, anyway, I went to my grandmother's grave today, and I went, you know, to my mom's and uh, put flowers on them, spent some time there. And, you know, it was a rough day, but I snapped out of it. Worked in the yard. And, uh, I got some nice baked banana bread from one of the clients that I deal with that loves me to death. And, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I am trying to do the career change thing. And I'm not going to say what's going on. I'm not going to, you know, reveal what's going on behind the scenes. But hopefully, you know, soon something's going to happen. And then from there, I will move on to the next phase of my life. (laughs) And that is a relationship. (laughs) And um, with somebody, a healthy relationship. With no minutia surrounding it. And, uh, you know, because I'm not not having anybody bring any bad energy, any bad vibes into my life anymore. Um, I'm done with that bullshit. Um, And I will not allow, like, I know that everybody's pissed at me for allowing, uh, you know, the whole people, you know, following and videotaping me and changing cars and this, that, and the other thing. That I should have done something. And I should have. Looking back, I should have i think you know it it would have uh, I would have cut it off immediately, you know if I did, you know, but I just didn't want to be bothered going into another courtroom and dragging people into another court and having to fight yet another case with a bunch of fucking idiots who got nothing better to do in their life than create fucking scenarios in their head and run with it because they think they know me and they think they know. What I've been through in the past. And it's like. You're you're not worth it to me. You know. It's just not worth it to me. You know. I want to be surrounded by good vibes. Good energy. And get back to where I was before. All this bullshit happened in my life. You know. And that's why I'm so fucking. uh, You know. Hard on people not bringing. Their fucking bullshit to my life. I'm just so over it. You know, because I've always been this good vibe kind of person, free-spirited, rainbows and butterflies, and, you know, they just fucked my life up with their bullshit. And I'm done. None of them have been worth it for me. None of them, you know. And um, so, at the end of the day, you know, lessons, hard lessons learned, and I am looking forward to... Uh, getting back to where I used to be in my life and and just not letting anybody puncher a hole in it, you know. Especially people that I don't care to even have in my life or near my life, really, you know. So, um, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen soon and um, go from there. And I'm not even going to say anything anymore about, you know, stuff, because I'm not jinxing myself, number one. Number two, there's too many people who, you know, want to know my business not and don't have good intentions at all, you know. Like, I see people spying on my Facebook page. They don't think I haven't figured them out, <laughs> and I blocked some of them today, you know, because they're checking me out, you know. Um, Because they have nothing better to do, really, you know. Um, And that's just, it's the small town mentality around here, too. Um, In a city like New York City, you know, when you live in a city, you know, life is busy and you're doing things and you actually have a life and you're not worried about what other people are saying and doing and following them around because of the shit you created in your mind and all that kind of crap or you don't have nothing better to do it's like just fucking get a hobby <laughs> you know what I mean I, I got somebody who's trying to hi- hire me now to follow his fucking wife and both of them my- are my friends and he thinks she's cheating on her I'm him with somebody up in New York and you know it, it's like i i really don't want to get involved with uh with the situation but um you know i don't know you know it's it's a shame people just can't be straight up like i we, i had a big discussion with him like you know what um, you know, he's hurt. I said, first of all, don't jump to conclusions. It might very well be uh, what she's saying and that is she's visiting her daughter, you know. Um, so, you know, don't put shit in your head that might not even be true, you know. You might end up just be wrong. It might even be something far-fetched, you know, um, but you you never know, you know. But, um, you know, he was saying about, you know, you know, why can't she just tell me if she doesn't love me? And I said, you know, this is how I am. Like, I break up with people. If I start thinking that I want to be with somebody else, you know, because this relationship, I'm not getting what I need and want out of it. I break up with them. I don't cheat. I break up with them because that's what you should do. Like, you should end a relationship because you're, you're thinking about being with somebody else or thinking about that I'm not getting what I want out of this relationship and need out of this relationship so you know and then God knows I can't give them what they need and want because I'm not my I'm not in it my heart and soul ain't in it like it should be so you know it's only right that people can should just own up but we're all not the same you know, nobody's ever going to own up to their own shit, usually, and say, hey, you know what, this is not me, you know, let's move on, good luck to you, take care of yourself, we can still be friends, whatever. You know, I'll be here for you as a friend, yeah, you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, I I, I got to think about it, and, you know, because it is kind of like a quagmire situation for me. Um you know so we'll see i mean i i enjoy and and i'm making him come with me well no i'm not making him come he wants to come with me and I, and that's another thing it's like hmm this could not i don't know like i you know what if she is cheating on him and then he gets out of the car and he starts some shit you know i'm just i'm i've got to lay some ground rules on his reaction to things like because i don't want uh you know fucking a shit show happening you know um so i'm hoping that you know he's just going to get verification on what it is she's doing and then decide hey i want a divorce whatever it is but not do like on cheaters where oh I want to confront you and then there's this whole shit show whatever because I'm just going to leave them there that's what I'm going to probably have to do lay down the ground rules if you get out of the car and you start shit I'm leaving you there goodbye (laughs) you can handle your shit the way you want because I'm not even going to be involved so you know it's a lot to think about whether or not I'm going to get involved at all but at the end of the day it's just ugh I haven't been feeling, uh, you know. It's it's a rough week, man. My mom died. My grandmother died. You know, my... I think my aunt even died in May. You know, it's like been, uh, you know, rough couple of weeks, like emotionally, mentally. You know, obviously, my last podcast was really like... You know. But at the end of the day, we have to you know, like I said, I'm raw and I'm real and my emotions, I'm an emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I really think that people need to, um, be in touch with their feelings and everything and be, and be expressive and, and communicate. And, you know, and it is important that we remember people and we feel, um, you know, for the people that we've lost and that, you know, we, you know, we still think about them, and, and, because they did have a life, you know, Um and they were human beings, and they were here, and flesh and blood on this earth with us, you know, and, and they impact our lives, and, and it's important that we remember that, that just because they're dead does not mean they should be forgotten at all, you know, Um, so I went down to the grave today, and I, Put even more stuff on her. <laughs> I don't know. My sister, I think, is coming from Delaware on, I think, Sunday or whatever. or Monday. Well, my mom died. It, well, I think it was Monday. Uh, the 15th is, I think, Monday. So she'll probably come from Delaware to put some stuff. But I don't think there's any room there <laughs> to put any anything on the grave. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so it's just going to, you know. It's the ebbs and flows of emotions that go through you when you know it's around the time that you lo- you've lost people and May 19th is the anniversary of my brother-in-law committing suicide on top of it so May is a a rough uh month for me and it subconsciously sometimes it's not even um you know that you think about it it literally is embedded in your head um about you know the people that you've lost and stuff you know i know my uh my best friend um he one of my best friends he he lost his daughter in october um from um the uh, crib death, and every October, he just, he, he, he just loses it, like, he's just a different person around that time, you know, Um, and I've known him for 35 years, so I know every October, this is what he's gonna be going through, or whatever, you know, and, uh, you know, he took care of his wife, he was best friends with his first wife, they got a divorce, but they remained best friends, and every Sunday they would talk for like 2 hours on the phone. She lived out in Arizona and, you know, he lived in New York, and then we got to play some brigantine and everything. And what the hell just happened? Um I don't know. Something happened with this TV. Um So, she was dying of cancer. And I took his dog and took care of the dog here at my house, and he went out to Arizona, and her boyfriend and him took care of her until she died of cancer. It was like three months he was in Arizona, you know, helping the boyfriend and uh, take care of her and everything. And then uh, when he came back, his his girlfriend that they broke up, but they were still friends. She she had AIDS she became HIV positive from her boyfriend in New York who was screwing around with prostitutes contracted h you know he got h he he became HIV positive from that never told her gave it to her and she was only twenty one years old uh, when she found out and she died at thirty two and my friend and uh, you know, he came back from Arizona with a hundred messages on his phone that she was in a hospital dying, you know, of AIDS. And that, um, so him and I went and seen her, and she was just skin and bones. It was horrible, horrible. And, uh, they were arguing, the nurses in the hallway. On who was going to take care of her, because you know they didn't want to get AIDS or whatever, you know, and and uh, and my and my friend was crying because she was hearing them talk about her, and um, and she just you know she wanted to go home to my friend's house, and and you know and he was like I can't do it I can't I said look dude, there's no way we're leaving her here in this hospital we can't. You heard what how they're talking about her, you know. I said, I'll help you. Just, well, let's clean out your living room, put the hospital bed in your living room, and I'll help you. On my weekends, I'll just come, you know, on the weekends, on Friday night, and I'll leave on Sunday nights. This way that gives you a break, and I'll take care of her, and then you can take care of her during the week because you don't work, and I have to work, you know. Um, and that's what we did, and, you know, she, she lasted for about three more months, and my car broke down from doing all the running around, back and forth, you know, because at the time they were living in Brigantine, and I was still living here, and, and, uh, you know, um, and then running around with my own stuff and stuff, you know, um, my car broke down, it was in the shop, and she died. Um, on the, on the weekend that I couldn't come because my car was in a shop and, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really important, you know, to show people that you love and care about them while they're here. You know, she had nobody, um, her mother murdered the neighbor, her mother was on drugs, Um, Down south. She came up by herself. From down south. At 14 years old. And lived in New York City. And made her own way. In New York City. By herself. You know. um, and, And she had nobody. And then when we met her. And everything. We were her family. You know. So. There was no way. I was gonna. I wanted her to die in the hospital. With nobody. That cared about her. Around her. You know. And. And my friend was happy that we did that, that we worked together and we took care of her. And look, you know what? I never thought I'd wipe somebody's ass in my life. And, you know, she was literally skin and bones. She had no protection with her nerves. So the medication she had to be on was to you know, for pain, because literally her nerves were on her bone, and just touching her, she would scream, you know, um, and I never thought I'd wipe somebody's ass, or clean anybody up, or whatever, you know, like, um, and feed them, like, hand feed them, you know, cook for them, feed them, and stuff, and, uh, I used to I used to, um, when she would shit, I would make a hamburger out of it and tell her I was going to fry it up on the stove just to get her to laugh and, you know, like just to make light of the situation. Because, you know, her pride was out the window with somebody having to do that for her because she literally um, was that weak um, and, and, you know, couldn't. Couldn't hold the fork and a spoon And, you know, like, literally Um You know Uh, most horrible Most horrible thing Um, I, I ever saw Uh, you know, um For somebody to go through, you know And, um uh, I used to sleep in the living room On the couch next to her bed And we would just stay up at night and talk And I'd make her laugh And, um We used to watch HGTV and House Hunters. And um, we used to, like, play a game of guessing, like, a competition. Well, I think they're going to pick house number one. They're going to pick house number three or whatever, you know. And uh, it's just uh, – it's amazing, though, but I – I thought I knew her and I never really knew her and she said we had a discussion about that like she she's like I I thought I knew you but I I know you more now than ever um and you're like you're such an awesome person first of all to do this who would do this nobody would really do this taking care of somebody's girlfriend who has AIDS that is dying you know and and spend your weekends taking care of me all your weekends coming here to take care of me to give him a break or whatever you know, but she says you're you're such a good friend to him, like you you know. And and you know, and I I told her I said I I never knew you. You're you're such a beautiful heart and soul. Like, you're you know you would give the shirt off people's your back, you know, to to people and everything. And I never knew that about you. And you know, like she she was such a sweetheart. She really was. Um, and you know, 32 years old, dying of AIDS. It's horrible. Only because he didn't tell her. You know, and then there was time. she was too prideful. She was too proud to ask for help. She was too proud to um, go get the medical uh, that she could have that would keep her on the medication and would have prolonged her life. But she didn't want to ask anybody for anything. And um, she went through periods of not taking medication for being HIV positive and that's why she ended up it le- leading to full balloon AIDS because of that and she was living in Ocean City taking a bus to Atlantic Cape May College classes there and taking a bus to Cumberland County College and and working at Rite Aid in Ocean City cuz she wanted to be a pharmacist and she literally you know, up almost to the day they had to throw her in the hospital, um, was taking the buses and working and everything, um and and pushing herself, pushing herself, pushing herself, you know, to accomplish things in life. Um knowing that she had a death sentence but still trying to do the best she could you know to 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 reach the goals and dreams that she wanted, you know um, and the only support she had was for me and my friend, and she didn't have any family I mean there was family, but they were all spread out because the mom was in jail, the father was absent, and basically they were left to fend for themselves, so they all like splintered all over um and it was hard even getting in contact with them to let them know that she had passed away and the only ones that were at her funeral was me and my friend um we arranged everything for her and and you know a pastor that we asked to to say some words and and, and uh um we used a, one, a song from John Denver um for her burial you know but and this is why, you know, I am who I am. <laughs> all these experiences, you know what I mean? And, and this is why I love the people that I love and I hold on to that love and, they're, and I don't forget them at all. You know, like I still go down to her grave. I still go down and clean her grave off and put flowers on her grave down in uh, Marmora, you know. Um, because she was somebody that, um, existed and, and she had a rough life and she was deserving of love and care, you know, as we all are. So, you know, at the end of the day, but, you know, do I want, uh, I don't want to be surrounded by people that suck the life out of me because life is too precious, you know, I don't want to be in, in toxic relationships with people where red flags are all over the place. I don't want to be where people are wanting to be my friend's for what I can do for them. You know, it's too life's too short. I want to be surrounded by people who love me, care about me, accept me for who I am, are not making up lies and stories about me, following me, videotaping me, worried about what their family thinks, their friends think. You know, I don't want to be around people that have all that toxicity surrounding them even if they're a beautiful person. It doesn't matter, you know, and that's why like, you know, I I want a healthy relationship. You know, I want healthy friendships and I want a healthy life. Um, and I don't want to waste my time on people that aren't going to bring that into my life and, and recognize who I am as a person, um, you know, and appreciate that. So, and that's for anybody. This is my advice for everybody. You don't want to be involved in that kind of situation. Life is too short. Man, you know, like I've lost a lot of people in my life And everybody has Everybody has And some people, it disturbs the hell out of me How they cannot even think about the fact That that person existed anymore You know, so To me, it's like That's why it's so precious Life is so precious That you can lose people Or you can be in a situation where they're draining the life out of you and it's not fair to you because you only have this life. So you can't be surrounded by people that are wasting your life, you know, on their bullshit, basically. And the people like my friend who died of AIDS, she needed to have people around her that loved her and cared about her and was nurturing, you know... Um, and literally she needed to be taken care of, you know, we extended her life three months, the hot, the nurses, everybody was so surprised on how we took care of her, like they could not, you know, they would come and say, oh my God, I can't believe like, you know, she's still here, she was supposed to be dead three months ago and she's still here, you know, I remember she used to love nutter, butter, peanut butter cookies and I went to the store because that she ate that the most, you know. So I went to the store and I bought like 20 fucking boxes of them because I wanted her to fucking – having her eat was so – that was life. Having her eat was life to her. It kept her alive. So if, if she ate 100 nutter butter cookies a day, I'm, I was happy because I know that every meal she had was keeping her alive. You know, so I went and I bought 20 boxes of of Nutter Butter. And my friend was, you know, we were all laughing about it. her, me and my friend. Like, Sean, really? And I'm like, yeah, but she loves them. So, you know, and, and she ate like I'd say she she finished off probably 10 boxes, you know, before she passed away. There was, you know, there was at least eight or 10 left. But still, that was, you know. That was something she craved and loved and I wanted to make sure she had them, you know. So at the end of the day, that's who we want to be surrounded by. We want to be surrounded by people that accept us for who we are, that aren't going to create problems in your life or haven't created problems in your life, that aren't surrounded by people that have created problems in your life or that they want to dump their problems in your lap so they can suck the life out of you while they go enjoy life and you're trying to solve all the problems they created and all that kind of shit, you know, none of that shit, you know. Just please, you know, it's not – you're not being selfish if you don't want these horrible things to be in your life, you know. That's a healthy way to feel, Um, you know, and it took me a long time to – to get to that point because I was always worried about other people and how they felt felt, and thought and what they needed from me all at my expense and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do anything at my expense anymore because it does damage to me and like I said, nobody's around there to save you. You have to save yourself, you know. So you can love people from a distance, you can like people from a distance, you can be interested in them from a distance, but if they're not good for your life, you don't want them in your life, and you shouldn't have them in your life, no matter who they are, friend, somebody you're interested in, you know, ex-lover, you know, somebody you would like to go out with, but you can't because there's just no way you're going to get near that situation, you know? um because at the end of the day you got one life to live and live it right you know you can still be good to people and caring to people without having them suck the life out of you and and you know taking up your precious time in your life you know Um, spend it with those that you love and that love you back and take you for who you are and see you for who you are, not for who other people say who you are and all that kind of shit. You don't need that shit. You know, like I said, I don't judge people. Uh, I, I judge people based on my experiences with them, you know. Um, so I don't judge people like that, you know, and you shouldn't have people judging you either. And you shouldn't have to feel like you're under people's thumbs, you know, and they're watching you and they're, you know, creating lies about you or whatever. You shouldn't. Nobody needs to be in that kind of situation. And if you're in a relationship where you're not having any honeymoon period, get the fuck out of it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste her time. Move on to a healthy relationship or be alone because being alone is fantastic. You don't have to worry about anything but yourself. You're taking care of yourself and your needs, your wants, and whatever, and you're know, and you finding out about yourself so that when you do get into a relationship with somebody, you know exactly what you want, what you don't want, what you're not going to tolerate, and, and, and go from there. And you're not wasting their time and your time because you're like, okay, well, I like you for this, that, and the other thing, but this, that, and the other thing concerns me, and I don't think I'm going to go down that path anymore, so – Take care of yourself. Good luck. I wish you all the love in the world. See you later. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm going to go. I will talk to you guys later. Um, Live life to the fullest. Love people to the fullest. And, you know, look out for each other. And don't waste your life. Not for one minute. Take care.